I'm Thomas Woodhouse, Chaplain of the Queen's Chapel of the Savoy. Welcome to this podcast for the fifth Sunday after Trinity. Our thanks to our cantor, James Oldfield, and to Elizabeth Thornborough for reading the lessons. Elizabeth is a member of the worshipping community at the Queen's Chapel. The anthem is Lord God of Abraham, and Philip Berg is the accompanist. The psalm is sung for us today by Ewan and Liam Butterworth. Welcome. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. And show ourselves glad in him with songs. For the Lord is a great God. And a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth. And the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it. And his hands prepared the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and fall down. And kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God. And we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be. World without end. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there until they have watered the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, So shall my words be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and succeed in the thing for which I sent it. For you shall go out in joy and be led back in peace. The mountains and the hills before you 
shall burst into song, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress, instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle, and it shall be to the Lord for a memorial, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Here ends the first reading. They also that dwell in the uttermost parts of the earth shall be afraid at thy tokens. Thou that makest the outgoings of the morning and evening to praise thee. Thou visitest the earth and blessest it. Thou makest it very plenteous. The river of God is full of water. Thou preparest their corn, for so thou providest for the earth. Thou waterest the furrows, thou sendest the rain into the little valleys thereof. Thou makest it soft with the drops of rain, and blessest the increase of it. Thou crownest the year with thy goodness, and thy clouds drop fatness. They shall drop upon the dwellings of the wilderness, and the little hills shall rejoice on every side. The folds shall be full of sheep, the valleys also shall stand so thickly with corn that they shall laugh and sing. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the lake. Such great crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat there while the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, Listen, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell on the path, and the birds came and ate them up. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and they sprang up quickly, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Let anyone with ears listen. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. This is what was sown on the path. And as for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet such a person has no root but endures only for a while, and when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. 
As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke the word, and it yields nothing. But as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty and in another 30. Here ends the second reading. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be sure that the Lord is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Oh, go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting. And his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the Queen, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness and make thy chosen people joyful. 
O Lord, save thy people and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us and take not thy Holy Spirit from us.
the colics of the day, for peace and for grace. Almighty God, you have broken the tyranny of sin and sent the spirit of your Son into our hearts, whereby we call you Father. Give us grace to dedicate our freedom to your service, that we and all creation may be brought to the glorious liberty of the children of God. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose Spirit the whole body of the Church is governed and sanctified, hear our prayer, which we offer for all your faithful people, that in their vocation and ministry they may serve you in holiness and truth to the glory of your name, through our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. O God, the protector of all who trust in you, without whom nothing is strong, nothing is holy, increase and multiply upon us your mercy, that with you as our ruler and guide, we may so pass through things temporal, that we lose not our hold on things eternal. Grant this, Heavenly Father, for our Lord Jesus Christ's sake, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, the high and mighty King of kings, Lord of lords, the only ruler of princes, who dost from thy throne behold all the dwellers upon earth, most heartily we beseech thee with thy favour to behold our most gracious sovereign lady, Queen Elizabeth, and so replenish her with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, that she may always incline to thy will and walk in thy way, and do her plenteously with heavenly gifts, grant her in health and wealth long to live, strengthen her that she may vanquish and overcome all her enemies, and finally, after this life, she may attain everlasting joy and felicity. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, who has taught us to make prayers and intercessions for all men, we pray for ministers of religion and all who guide the thoughts of the people for artists, authors, musicians and journalists, that our common life may be crowned with truth and beauty. For all who heal the body, guard the health of the people and tend the sick, that they may follow in the footsteps of Christ, the great physician. For all on whose labour we depend for the necessities of life. For those who carry on the commerce of the world. That they may seek no private gain which would hinder the good of all. For parents and children. That purity, love and honour 
may dwell in our homes and duty and affection may be the bond of our family life. For all who draw nigh unto death, that they may know thy presence with them through the valley of the shadow and may wake to behold thy face through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Dear Lord, as we continue to plan for our shared future, we are seeking to create a safe space for encounters with Jesus Christ. And we hope to be good news within the communities that we serve. We pray for wisdom. We pray for creativity. And we pray for pragmatism as we discern your will. Father, in the midst of the chaos and lament of this season, in your mercy, help us not to seek to control the wideness of your spirit, but help us be immersed in your generous love, rebuilding lives, communities, and your city. And as we continue in prayer, we listen to the anthem. May I speak in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The paragraphs from Jean Gino's book, The Man Who Planted Trees, that I mentioned in one of my weekly emails, drew comments and highlighted how important trees are in people's lives. Many of us have a favourite species of tree, or a particular tree that draws out of us special memories, and how often trees are planted in memorial. I was born on Oak Apple Day, and so the oak tree features on my list, along with a particular cedar tree that grew in the grounds of the school that I attended, and pear trees also which you plant for your heirs. In thinking of trees planted for memorials, I'm thinking of a particular row of horse chestnuts. They were planted to mark Queen Victoria's Diamond Jubilee. Thinking back, my grandparents, who told me why they were planted, would have known them as very small trees. They would have watched them grow. That avenue of trees bears no plaque, and the legend of their planting may one day be lost. Even with memorials to remind us, events in history are forgotten. There is so much of it. Sometimes the forgetting is necessary if a new future is to be forged. Sometimes the forgetting leads to a repeating of the mistakes of the past. 
whether events and actions are remembered or forgotten, the landscape they leave behind remains forever changed. I wonder what landscape we hope to create. What landscape we would like to leave as a memorial. Will our cypress and our myrtle be worthy of the legend memorial? In the book, The Man Who Planted Trees... Isiard Bouffier's mission, born out of grief at the death of an only son and his wife, was to plant acorns, tens of thousands of them across an unkept landscape, oaks that would grow, he said, where before there had been nothing. In recent days, I have felt a deep desire to reconnect with the unhurried call to be here in the Queen's Chapel, serving God. It is enough to be present to God's will in the place of God's calling, to be still and to know that I am God, as the psalmist writes, to listen to God. In the opening verses of our Gospel, Jesus appears blissfully and hurried by the crowds pressing in on him. He just moves from the shore to a nearby boat. It is from this place of retreat, of rest and prayer, that Jesus is enabled to explain what the new landscape, the kingdom of God, will look like. To dwell in God's love is to engage with the disciplines of rest and prayer. It is these that will enable us to keep ourselves in perspective, remembering the things that we are called to do, but most of all, helping us to remember the ministry we share together is God's ministry, not ours. It is entrusted to the whole church of which we are servants, messengers, sentinels and stewards. The worshipping communities within the Duchy of Lancaster the historic royal palaces and at St. James's are places of Christian fellowship and prayer, places where kindness is shown and God is experienced, places where confidence is renewed and hope in the new landscape we are inhabiting might be expressed. We are a wonderful collection of servants and messengers, sentinels and stewards, committed to expressing the kingdom of God. The parable Jesus tells of the sower 
is almost too familiar. And if we are not careful, we read it without noticing it. I fear our desire is to be the seed that falls into the good soil. Our goal is to be fruitful. Of course, success is glamorous and energizing. But I wonder if we should consider perhaps that we are called to be the soil to get our hands dirty. How eager are we to be seen as the soil in which the seed is to germinate? Not looking at ourselves as being those who have glorious flowers to show, but to be the place where the word that will have time to gather the strength to grow is nurtured. Are we people with time to listen and interpret? Or are we too busy trying to be successful? If we do have time to listen to those around us, if we do have time to nurture if we do have time to interpret the signs of the times, to stand on the hilltop and look out, then we will create the possibility of partnership. Partnership with people beyond the boundaries of our chapels. People with whom we can create new pathways of understanding a new landscape, a landscape challenged by the COVID-19 that we've all been a part of, a new landscape in which God can work through us to the glory of his kingdom. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen.